This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 45. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. Wow, 45. I'm surprised I made it this far. It's been a good run, one a month. Closed in on four years. I did have a month I skipped once, though, so we're even closer to four years, I guess. All right, let's get into the show where we discuss all things AE, taking the written word from AEindex.org and bringing it to voice here on this podcast. For the show focus today, we're going to talk about uh, what isn't happening, and that would be you know, artist editions, or at least that's how it feels lately. Last year, we saw six uh, AE format books published this year. We've seen five, so we're almost at last year. But it still feels, I guess, with the you know the pandemic, I feel like these books are out there, but just not coming. We've had uh, well, let's look at the solicitations, and then we you'll we can talk about it from there, and then you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about. All right. So currently, there are five books on my solicitation list. There are a couple more that have been moved. To January, but I'm just not, I'm not even sure I believe that. And then there's the uh, kick, the uh, Indiegogo from P. Craig Russell, but again, because that's almost, you know, nine months away, I'm not going to put it on until 2021. But if you look at what's listed, <coughs> we have the Best of Amparella Magazine Art Edition scheduled for September 30th. I don't think that's going to happen. This book has been moved, I don't know, three, four years now. Um, next book, Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition. Current date from Diamond is October 7th. Scott Dunbeer has said on social media that he's got some new pages for that. It's been delayed. But Diamond hasn't changed the date. I don't know if that means IDW hasn't provided a new date and therefore Diamond hasn't changed their date. But I don't think that's that's not coming out on October 7th. Then we have EC Covers Artist Edition. Scheduled for October 28th. Scott Dunbeer said on social media again, which is very nice that he's keeping us updated. I think that's great. That he got three more, I think he three more covers that he wanted to add to that. <coughs> so, excuse me, so there's going to be a delay there. But again, Diamond is not updating the date. Is that because IDW isn't updating? Blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Wash, rinse, repeat. Next, we have James Cameron's The Abyss Artisan Edition, <coughs> still scheduled on Diamond for October 28th. This is the book Scott Dunbeer said isn't coming out this year. He's hoping for next year. And so we have to wonder. I actually wondered why it was an artisan edition. I never really didn't give it much thought. I, I've had a couple of interviews with Scott, and I've never asked him. But, I mean, I, there's a bunch of pages uh, from this on uh, Heritage, and they're all normal. I mean, they're all normal page size, you know, artwork, 12 by 17. So why is it only being released in an artisan edition in a smaller size? Maybe they feel it won't sell. Uh, I looked at the pages. <coughs> I think uh, Michael Kaluta was going for, a, like, a photo reference with some of the actors, so... Um, I'm not crazy about the faces in it, but otherwise it's <clears throat> it's very nice detailed microclude art. So I'm not sure why reduced size artist edition versus releasing it as an artist's edition, 12 by 17. Have to wonder. Then we have Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition, which moved from, I think it was June. Uh, the current ship date is October 28th. So let's take a look at that. We um, Currently, IDW has three books scheduled for October 28th. I'm wondering if any of them will ship. 
I think the best chance we have is Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition for October 28th. So let's keep our fingers crossed for that. And I'm really hoping that we see at least one more from IDW this year. If we get the Micronauts and we don't get the other two because of their delays, that would be two IDW books this year. That's it. Two for 2020. Wow. Uh, When Scott and I talked... Uh, he had mentioned he was sh- going to shoot for four a year. And I mean, if he doesn't announce anything else this year and tries for these books, that would be four. I mean, those books we saw pushed to 2021 uh, that I mentioned earlier, that's the uh, Diamond is still keeping Don Rosa, Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck, Volume 2, artist edition on the schedule, even though Scott Dunbar said the orders, orders were too low and that wasn't going to happen. But he'd like to try and get that Volumes 2 and 3 out in the future at some point. This is just a constantly moving date. I don't think IDW has let um, Diamond know that that's canceled. And then we got this other book, right? Jack Kirby Fantastic Four Artisan Edition, which is constantly moving dates. It's also scheduled for January. And um, I mean, I don't understand that. It's an artisan edition. The material's already been done in an artist's edition. It's been solicited. It was first solicited only through Diamond which I think was a mistake not having it in the book market. Then I saw it's listed in the book market, and then there's just delay, delay. So some concerns there for sure. And the other concern is, you know, Dark Horse, where are you? 2020, no books. I understand maybe they're doing some delays, but I was happy for the Lone Wolf and Cub, and then I was I was really hoping we'd see another one this year. And Titan, man, Titan, you know, they showed some interesting things previously. Uh, we had the Book of Ballads, you know, in 2017, and we had the uh, Prisoner Original Art Edition in 2018. But then 2019, 2020, nothing. Oh uh, man, I'd love to see John Bolton or from Titan. They've done some other of his some of his work in hardcover. They had access to original art. Let's do, let's see that, please, Titan. That would be amazing. Then we look at the other publishers, right? What is? I mean, we know 2000 AD Rebellion was never going to happen again, but. Graffiti, uh, MIA. I'm, I've reached out to Graffiti to see if I could get an update on their plans for 2020. And I haven't heard back yet. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed. Hermes, I don't know. Image, it's, it feels like it's just the time of our own books from Image. There's so much material from Image that could be out. But I think it's because the, the way Image works, right? The creator's got to take on the responsibility for that. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Kitchen Sink, again, that just feels MIA. Where, what happened? Um, wrapping down from John Lind. Uh, winding down, I'm sorry. Um, we'll have to see if something else comes out of that. Just so much material. I, You know, people constantly think of wish lists and things. There's, there was uh, Heritage announced that there's some never-before-seen Alex Raymond Flash Gordon artwork that's up for auction from the uh, Raymond family. That'd be amazing to see that how Foster Prince Valiant book did so well. It'd be so amazing to see a Flash Gordon. Um, just, you know, there's so many hopes and dreams. <clears throat> and uh, speaking frankly, uh, this year I was going to travel to a couple of different libraries and see their collections and see what pages were available because my uh, interest in reading... Yeah, our newspaper strips. I run another site called ebabble.net. And uh, that's been my main site since 98. And I just do, you know, food, family, whatever. But lately I've been doing a lot of newspaper strip um, 
articles because I've basically stopped writing for Comic Daily and anything I had on Comic Daily I've transitioned over or am transitioning over to eBabel. And my, I would really like to see uh, if I can produce my own AE format book from newspaper strip material and if uh, I could kickstart it. So that was my plan for 2020, but with COVID, that's completely fallen apart. Uh, being a Canadian, I can't cross the border uh, without having to come back and do a 14-day quarantine, which I can't afford to do. I'm still working. Uh, I don't work from home. I work uh, at, my, at a uh, site, on-site, so I... Uh, that would really disrupt everything. And I'm not sure I'd want to be traveling around right now with COVID in the U.S. All right. So that's, you know, the state of what, what is the state of AE publishing in 2020? So started off with a bang and it's very much going to end with a whimper. All right. Well, I gave you the shipping changes. The only change from August was that Micronauts moving up. So that's exciting. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the poll for this month. This was an interesting one from our good Patreon patron, David Jacoy, who provides it every month and gives me some links to Heritage that I pursue and uh, get the artwork up for the polls. This month's poll was, Barbarians have been popular for over a century. Everyone loves swords and sorcery, and as such, the ancient civilizations have penetrated the comic industry and some of the biggest names in cartooning. Who would you like to get an AE format book? The options were John Buscema, Ernie Chan, Tomas Giorello, Gil Kane, Barry Windsor-Smith. I will tell you that I voted for Barry Windsor-Smith. Yes, Red Nails is uh, from Genesis West. was one of the very early AE for my books, not from IDW, but there's so much other material. It looks amazing. Uh, John Buscema just killed this kid. 30, 36 votes right now. I'm recording this on August 31st. Uh, 29 for Smith, 7 for Giorello. Six for Kane and two for Chan. You know, this is interesting because when when this was sent, when David sent this to me, I thought we could actually do another poll and say which John Buscema artwork from these inkers would you like to see? Because I think we'd see a lot more interest in Ernie Chan if we were talking about John Buscema pencils, Ernie Chan inks. And maybe that's the maybe that's the way to go. So many people. I mean, just Buscema had that amazing run on the uh, on the Conan stuff. And maybe if we just dealt with all the anchors he did, we'd see a better mix of what people want to see. But, I mean, just the samples I put up. Gerardo's a great artist. So there's some great stuff there. Uh, I really enjoyed a lot of the Conan Dark Horse run. And I'd like to see some of that collected. But uh, the Smith stuff just looks so great. Windsor Smith. These were all published before he was Windsor Smith. He was just going by Barry Smith. But the stuff looks amazing. All right. That is the poll. I did want to briefly talk about listener mail because I got some mail. Um, a mystery was solved for me. So Billy H uh, contacted me via Twitter and said, you know, he heard my podcast last month. Me saying, it's funny, nobody's ever done the PayPal thing. And he said, I went to um, PayPal you through the PayPal me uh, link on your site and they want to charge a dollar for whatever he wants to donate. And I thought, well, that's ridiculous. So he did it anyways. And thank you, Billy. But I took it off the site. That's that's crazy that they want to charge you that. If you want to support the site, two ways now. I used to say three ways. There's two ways now. One, join Patreon Patron. It's a dollar or more. You can give me a dollar and you can cancel in two months. You give me $5 and cancel that month. You can donate whatever you'd like. 
as, as long as you like, as often as you like. Patreon works on a monthly donation. So that's probably the best way if you want to give a financial donation to the site. If you're interested in supporting the site by buying books, that's awesome too. Uh, pretty well every link I have on the site is for an affiliate. So if you buy something from Things from Another World, I get a percentage of that. That's my best percentage. Probably my worst percentage is the Amazon links, but uh, you know Amazon is ubiquitous. And it's interesting to see some of the links I'm putting up now as I review more um, band SNA uh, French material. I'm getting more diff- varying links. I got a I got a, a place in Quebec, uh, Canada, that has a lot of French material. So I started to put the links for that. So that's nice. And Amazon France, Amazon Italy, whatever I can do, because these for, you know, as I said, this dearth of AE format material in English uh, makes me expand and uh, review other things. I'm still trying to maintain my two reviews a month, so it's worked so far. Uh, it's harder this year. I mean, if you think at two reviews a month, we've seen five AE books. I mean, if we see six, that's great, but that means I have to come up with 18 books from elsewhere. So I may be reducing my, uh, well, we'll see next year. For this year, I'm still going strong with two a month, but I may have to reduce that down to one review a month next year. And I'm still debating about video. I'm just, I'm not a video guy. Uh, Maybe it's my age. I don't know. I don't watch the videos on YouTube. I don't really care for that. I don't want to watch somebody talk. I'd rather listen to a podcast on my drive to work and from work, or I'd rather read an article and look at the picture. And in my case, pictures, right? I like to use a lot of pictures on the sites. That's just my thing. I like the, the, the Picto review. I was discussing reviews about eBabble um, on the TapTalk forum. Someone linked to the uh, eBabble site. So I had a lot of hits, and they were talking about just my review style. And um, I really much give facts and pictures. I'm not sure I give a lot of opinions, so that's something I'll be working on. On the eBabble site, I think for uh, AE Index, I'm still going to stick to facts and photos. Uh, I'll give opinion on, you know, binding production, that kind of thing. But I don't want to give really opinion on story. Um since this is, as I say at the beginning of a review, right, this is a review of the book, not the material. All right. Babbled on there. Let's talk out-of-print sales for last month, which is July. Now, we have no sales numbers because Diamond has come back and they've not done any sales numbers. So even though we've had an Arts Edition book printed, um, let's see, what was the last one? So we had Dave Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition in June. Uh, there's Diamond has not released any sales numbers, so I don't think we're going to see sales for that. So as well this month, there's no solicitations again. So it's pretty, uh, it's slim pickings up on the index site right now. Uh, we continue to wait right, for new books, new news, new solicitations. Just give us info and we'll deal with it. All right. Let's talk out of print sales. I added some new uh, books to this month, but again, if it's a if it's no sales for the last month, I, I just skip it. All right, Alien Illustrated Story, two copies sold for an average of one ninety five. I mean, that blows me away. I don't know what's happened there. That's basically double what this book normally sells for. Two copies of Bernie Wright's Artifact Edition sold for an average of two hundred. Again, boom! What is going on? One copy of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassins Artifact Edition, two seventy five. That's a jump. Dave Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition, five copies for an average of 155.08. dollars 
Dave Gibbons Watchman Artifact Edition, three copies, averaging one twenty nine ninety eight. Two copies of Dave Mazzicelli's Driver Born Again Artist Edition, averaging two hundred nine twenty five. So we're seeing a rise again. In that it normally hovered around the two hundred two twenty five mark, so we're right in that. One copy of Elf Quest Gallery Edition for ninety nine ninety five. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist Edition for one thirty nine ninety nine. Two copies of Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition for an average of one thirty seven fifty. Four copies of Gil Kane's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, averaging eighty four twenty two. This seems to be a run. It seems to be one seller. I just keep selling these books. All right, two copies of Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition, averaging one fifty forty. Four copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition, averaging eighty six sixty eight. Now that's the book we just mentioned earlier. That's getting an artisan edition. That keeps getting delayed and delayed. So this is a... Get the Artist Edition. It's well worth it. Three copies of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor Artist Edition. Averaging one thirty-one sixty-six. Three copies of Jim Lee DC Legends Artifact Edition. Averaging one fifty-eight twenty-one. Three copies of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition. Averaging eighty-five thirty-three. One copy of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes Artist Edition. Sixty-six sixty-five. One copy of Joe Kubert's Tarzan and the Lion Man Artist Edition. For ninety three ninety three. Now that's the first and third Kubert Tarzan artist edition. I recommend getting all three. They are great. That was one of the things you know that I was did not get at the beginning uh, when I started uh, getting artist editions. I sort of skipped that. But then when I went back and to really, it's so easy to really appreciate Kubert's art, and it's, it really shines in these Tarzan books too. All right, one copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer artist edition for ninety one. Two copies of John Byrne's Fantastic Four Arts Edition, averaging one sixty-seven fifty. That's a bit of a jump. Two copies of John Romini's The Amazing Spider-Man, Arts Edition Volume Two, for one hundred one fifty average. One copy of Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition, for one twenty-five. Two copies of Marvel Covers Arts Edition, first print, one thirty-seven fifty average. One copy of Mike McNola's Hellboy and Hell and Other Stories Arts Edition, sold for one seventy-nine ninety-four. Now this is an interesting turn of events because almost every month. The second print sells, and we get no first prints. Finally, someone's clued in and said, hey, let's get that first print. One copy of P. Craig Russell's Murder Mysteries and Other Stories Gallery Edition, $80.95. One copy of Ross Andrews' The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition for $129.95. I think that may be the highest I've seen this uh, Ross Andrews book so far. Well, I'll have to go back and look that up. Spawn Vault Edition, $300, one copy. One copy of The Book of Ballads, the original art edition, $35. That's less than half of cover. Two copies of the Prisoner original art edition, averaging $110. Significantly over cover, so there's something going on there. One copy of Usagi Ujimbo, Samurai and Other Stories Gallery Edition for $183.75. No copies of Usagi Ujimbo, the Artist and Other Stories Gallery Edition, which may possibly be the hardest to get AE format book on this list. Two copies of Hollywood's EC Stories Artist Edition, averaging $165. Interesting, first print. No second prints. No first prints of Walter Simonson's Thor Arts Edition, but the second print sold one copy for 56 Wow, that's low. And this is really interesting to me. Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition, one copy, $260.62. The highest price for an Eisner Spirit Artist Edition. Which reminds me that Artist Edition Index can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook is slash Artist Edition Index. Twitter is at AE Index. And Instagram is AE Index. And I'm putting up on Instagram one photo a day. Uh, no watermark. 
from all my reviews, starting from the first. We're up to the 10th book, which is Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition, and it is getting the least amount of likes since I started this. I don't quite get it. Are there just not enough Instagram fans of Will Eisner's The Spirit? Very interesting. I don't know why the lack of love, people. It's Eisner, it's The Spirit. What's not to love? All right, that's sales. Let's move on to the reviews from this month. Two reviews. And again, again, I, I'm, you know, I'm covering everything now. I'm moving the reviews on to whatever it could be. The Doc Dave Winowitz Frazetta Collection Auction Catalog. Now, this is something I ordered in 2015. It is a 10.5 by 14.5 inch hardcover auction catalog. And it is very interesting because it shows the full-size artwork on one side and a blow-up on the other side. And it's the whole catalog. There's a lot of interesting art. There's, it's, I thought, you know, there's a good amount of Frazetta stuff. There's a good amount of other stuff, too. It's an interesting catalog. And what's interesting about it is, of course, uh, the high-resolution PDF copy is no longer available from the site. I don't know why they take that down. The lower-resolution PDF copy, which still looks good, is available on the site. I don't understand why they'd leave up one and not the other. And uh, let me give you the blurb. It's a bit long. We are very proud to present imagery from one of the great American artists, Frank Frazetta, through the collection of Frazetta's closest personal friend of over 40 years, as well as connoisseur, historian, and champion of the master's work, Doc Dave Winowitz. Dave himself is a legend in the world of art collectors and unparalleled in his knowledge of the history and legacy of Frank Rosetta. We are grateful and privileged that Doc Dave chose Profiles in History to showcase these amazing art pieces from his unrivaled collection. Doc Dave not only offers a collection a once offers the collector a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to own an actual piece from the collection he painstakingly amassed over decades of his relationship, admiration, and study of Rosetta. But in these pages, he has curated a definitive narrative of Rosetta's evolution as an artist and a man. Here, you'll experience not only familiar images that have become iconic over time, but you'll also gain insight into methods, processes, and inspirations that fed the imagination and accomplishment of the great Frank Rosetta. In addition to beautiful fully realized watercolors, oils, and pen and ink masterpieces. You'll marvel at sketches, concepts, and experiments that contribute to the monumental talents and world-famous style of Frazetta. Taken in total, these works truly showcase Frazetta's creativity in its purest and most expert form. There is something for everyone in this sale, from covered pieces related to Conan, Flash Gordon, Tarzan, and other indelible characters that, through Frazetta's work, have become ingrained in the collective consciousness... I guess they could have used terms like guys there. Two personal correspondence, signed ephemera, artist tools, and even some rare commercial collectibles within reach of every level of collector who's ever dreamt of owning a piece of Frank Rosetta's work. As you turn these pages, Doc Dave will take you on a colorful and insightful tour of his collection, including some of the most essential creations that blossomed from the mind, pen, and brush of the great Frank Rosetta. In fact, some pieces would have been lost to the ages if not for Dave's tenacity and foresight in preserving them. 200 pages. It was released for 95 U.S., it is long sold out from Profiles in History. Um, I put down um, order online eBay because anything out of print, I normally put eBay links, but I couldn't find any copies sold either. So I don't know what the status is for this. Um, Stuart Ng has got a copy up on his site for $450. I don't know where that price is coming from. I did see it on Heritage. Maybe that's what he's basing it on. Let me see. I made a note in the article here. Uh, da, da, da. So in 2018, a copy sold for 242.40 on Heritage. So it's an interesting. Um, you got to really, I think you really got to want this book. I think I'd heard about it on the forums, and then I jumped to the link, and uh, what they were advertising sounded good. I ordered it, 
and then I actually got the next big uh, comic art auction they had was two um, soft covers the same size, but Profiles Nisby sent them for me for free, so they were charging ninety five for those again. And I got mine for free, so this is pretty great. Uh, this book, uh, a lot of good pictures. Like I said, the, I linked to the PDF, so you can look at the whole thing yourself. But for my review, I, you know, put up the usual amount of good images. And you're, it is really interesting. You get a lot of, uh, you know, uh, what what's his uh, thoughts and things. Some personal background on the art. It's it's a well done book. I really like the uh, full size image on the right and the a blow up of uh, part of it on the left. It works really well. And then the art, uh, you know. Not a lot of paintings. I guess the paintings are the big money, though, right? That's what Frazetta. But you see a lot of other things. I really appreciated uh, the pen and ink work from Frazetta. I like the older comic stuff. I love uh, Johnny Comet. So to see Johnny Comet originals in here, that was amazing. And then uh, he's got then then he he's uh, Doc Wonitz has also got a collection. Of, he had a collection of other stuff. He's got a Jim Holdaway, uh, Modesty Blaze in here. Um, he's got some Al Williamson stuff. Just a lot of great art. And it's uh, an interesting catalog. Would I pay four fifty for it? No, absolutely not. But please uh, pop on the review, take a look at the pictures, take a look at the PDF, and you can judge it yourself. Like I said, very, very well done catalog. I really would love to see um, this kind of thing produced from other auction houses. Worth uh, it was worth the ninety five, absolutely. All right, the other review I did this month was uh, Le Mauvais Tête, which is, I think it means, uh, it. well, Google Translate tells me it's the bad head, but uh, I was wondering, is it, uh, is it sick in the head? I'm just wondering if there's a more liberal translation of that that doesn't quite work. And it's, uh, it's The Adventures of Spiro and Fantasio, and it is the work by Andre Franklin. It is the sixth album he produced of uh, Spiro and Fantasio. It is a very well-done book. Uh, here's another one where I got it on sale. It was eleven. It's eleven by sixteen inches. Uh, released in March 2018. It's 96 pages. It's 119 euros, which sounds like a lot, and it is. But I got it on sale from Amazon. I think I paid 20 euros for it. This was um, fall, maybe November of 2019. So it wasn't that long ago. Uh, it was a great deal. The talk on the forums again about this kind of thing, and I went, "Oh yeah, I'll order that." Just like I ordered the uh, the other Franklin book that I reviewed a couple months ago, and I would continue to order them. When if there's a deal, man, original art like this, man, Franklin art, this is, art is gorgeous. To look at these pages is just stunning, really stunning. Let me give you the blurb. Uh, Le Mauvais Tête is the sixth great adventure of Spiro and Fantasio, imagined and drawn by Andre Franklin in 1954. This version of original presents the plates as they appeared before the author's eyes, with his pencil line under the Indian ink. Repentance in white gauche touch-ups and with a razor blade, the lines intended to support the letters of the speech bubbles and invites you to dive into the production process. The Mauvais Tet is one of the most cinematic episodes of the series, supporting comparison with the best thrillers of the time and even the best comedy films. This large format version, enriched with period documents, allows the reader to appreciate both the narrative and graphic talents of Franklin. Again, this is me using Google Translate and trying to uh, massage it into language that works better i see i uh, missed that repentance in white so the i think correction or sins in white gauche i don't know what would be repentance i have to interesting all right um a lot of great stuff here so in, apparently franklin worked on like a three 
the, you worked on a different page layout. And uh, this book is really great the way it presents. It presents the original art. Then you see the pay, uh, then you get some background um, material at the time. What was coming out in '54? Maybe what could this be compared to? What was Frank when using his inspiration? And then you get the complete book in color. So they do four pages to a page of this, and that's from the original uh, Spirit magazine that this was printed in. Then we sort of close with a gallery of some original art related from the book. We got the cover reproduction from. Uh, not too late after this and some other art it is a really well done book there's um it's a good size 96 pages but i don't know how to describe the paper the book is so light it looks like it weighs nothing um the paper is it's white it's not a brilliant white it's pretty close though it's matte Uh, unfortunately any of the dark uh text and things it comes right through the paper when you look at my review and you look at you can see through the pages but when you're looking at the page um, it's not distracting or it doesn't seem to come through. Uh, there are panels lost, and those have been replaced in the book. Um, like, you know, most AE format books. You can't get it all sometimes. So, it is just a beautiful presentation. I don't think I can say enough about how great Franklin is. Uh, as I've talked about in this show many times, I prefer these books to be... Uh, readable. I like the A format books to have the text. I like to read along. I like to enjoy it in this format. I don't read French, unfortunately. Though all the text is here, so this is a book for English readers only. That you just have to admire the art. Uh, you can have uh, the other option is I have uh, Isneo. I have the. Uh, I just had my tablet open and I had the pages in English sitting there, so you could follow along. But uh, yeah, it's pretty great. That's all I can say. All right, that's it for this month. Let's hope some books come out in September. Um, I don't have any hope that we will see any books in September. But please pop me a line if you have some ideas of what books I can review. Like I said, I'm still going. I've now expanded in auction catalogs. I have a few more of those. I'm still working on foreign language material, and I'm also working on books that are not AE original art size, but are AE format books at a smaller size. So there's still some out there. So we'll keep working for two a month. We'll see what happens. Again, join me online, aindex.org. Check out all this stuff in print with photos. Uh, Follow us on social media. Support the site. Become a patron. That would be greatly appreciated. If you want to buy any of these books, use my links. Thank you, and we'll talk again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.